0: Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and today we are visiting with our friends from Lakes Area Habitat for Humanity. With us today we have Kevin Pelkey, the Executive Director, and Karen Scarlett, who is the Restore Donations Manager. And first of all, folks, welcome back to Community Focus.
1: Great, thank you. Great to be with you. Thanks.
0: Yeah, well, Kevin, we've talked to so many people, and of course, uh, the pandemic, uh, the COVID-19 has made everybody operate a little differently, Uh, and and I would imagine that's the same with how you are handling things at Lakes Area Habitat for Humanity.
1: Well, certainly COVID-19 has changed us, and in a period of time for about nine weeks, we were in our own shelter-in-place when our staff was dispersed and our operations were closed, including the Restore. Uh, We closed earlier than the governor's orders uh, out of respect to the staff who were concerned, and I I think that was uh, the right move. I'd do it every time again. Um, Once the governor's orders were lifted, we had plans in place that we executed per state codes, and and actually a little bit higher, I think. Um, Our staff has done a diligent job of maintaining that, sustaining that, and operating in the manners that we are prescribed to, and it's been wonderful to have that activity back, people discovering we're open, and um, shopping, 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 and now what we are looking for are donations, donations, donations.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I bet a lot of people have them after spending some time at home and, you know, getting rid of things that they it aren't useful to them, but that maybe you could use.
1: Well, so that's what everybody says, mm-hmm. that they've been cleaning out everything and waiting for places to reopen. And I think the message that um, a lot of uh, our area residents have not heard is that, yes, indeed, we are open for both uh, receiving items, picking up items, although we do not go into homes at this point, point. Okay. Um, and then uh, obviously open for the sales and shopping.
0: Yeah, and I know my wife and I just dropped off something there the other day, and, uh, you've really got it down to a science with the kind of a U driveway that we can come in, one for pickups, one for delivery. Your crew was right out to take things out for us, and, uh, we really didn't have to do
2: a thing. Did you have to make an appointment?
1: No, I, okay. we
2: did do appointment only at the beginning,
1: but okay. uh, I'm, I'm appreciative of what you said, Ken, and we're grateful to hear that it's working from the donor's perspective because we think that we found something that will last long-term, uh, a system that actually works. So, nope, you can just come on in any of, the, any of the days that the store's open. If it's on a Monday or Tuesday, we do prefer a call ahead of time to make sure someone's here to receive
2: it. Okay.
0: Very good. And Do you uh, do
2: pickups on Mondays and Tuesdays? Yes, we do.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, Karen, talk about the the store. Is it uh, still full of all those wonderful things that folks can use to remodel their home?
3: Oh, yeah. We've got a wonderful selection. And the good thing is it comes in daily. So if you're here on Wednesday and you come back Thursday, the things change out constantly. So there's always wonderful good things to be found at, at the Habitat Restore.
2: Had a friend who was in there recently and said they couldn't. It was the first time and said they couldn't believe how much stuff you guys had and how awesome it is. So, yeah, that's
3: what a lot of people say who travel and say they've gone to other restores. They said we've got one of the nicest restores, which you know I'm proud of the staff for doing that. We have wonderful donations and wonderful staff out there. I
1: like to say it's sixteen thousand square feet of shopping bliss. Yes,
2: (laughs) (laughs) and for folks who are not familiar with where the restore is, what's the address?
3: The address is 1110 Wright Street in Brainerd, right across from the Brainerd Armory.
2: Easy to find.
0: Can't miss it. (laughs) Can't miss it. So um, for those that would like to shop, what are the hours now? Is it open six days a week?
3: No, our hours are Wednesday to Friday, 930 to 430, and Saturday, 930 to 230. Very good. Okay. For anybody who had been shoppers
1: with us before, those are one hour less per day to give us the chance to do our cleaning that we are that we are obligated to do sure. every day and uh, still allow the staff to finish out a day on time.
0: Yeah. And Kevin, I know one of the reasons you have such nice things in the is because for many years now, you've also had a crew that has been going out to homes that might otherwise be demolished and it all ends up in the landfill and you take the valuable items out of there. Is that part of the hab- Lakes Area Habitat for Humanity, is that still taking place?
1: Right, right, it is, and we call it our salvage program, and our uh-huh. team of volunteers are absolutely amazing. It's it's enjoyable work. It can be very hard, but it's mm-hmm. very, very enjoyable to have uh, the opportunity to take out things pre-demolition or pre-remodeling uh, and um, harvest those things from a house that can be safely removed that have a market value that's, um, you know, those things just deserve not to be put in the landfill and it's it's a fabulous fabulous service. It's a great volunteer experience and I know from Karen's perspective we could always fu- um, use more volunteers in that area.
2: And do we just need to reach out to you and give you a call over there to, to uh, find what spots need to be filled?
1: Yeah, uh, it, it's a little bit of a uh, team tag game right now of who to line up, but if you want to get involved in the ReStore or in Salvages, Karen's the person you want to talk to.
0: Very good. Uh, Kevin, it seems to me you just had a uh, virtual uh, (laughs) fundraiser, being that the annual dinner you usually have just couldn't happen this year, so tell us about that.
1: Right, so June 8th rolled around, and that was the day that we were supposed to meet up at Breezy Point Resort for our gala. Uh, Normally we seat about 330 people, and Obviously, this year that was off the table, and we had to make a decision, uh, one of two decisions, to, to delay it into the fall, which would, it appears everyone's doing, and it's unclear if that's even going to be allowed at that time. Right. Cancel it altogether and just uh, forego or pivot right away and try something different. So we went uh, with the pivot model and uh, had a half-hour live um, zoom facebook um, and youtube stream from um, our office and did a virtual dinner build a home at home auction (laughs) Um, we are cleaning up the video so that we can have that posted out there for everybody to watch um, and uh, hopefully be inspired to support us To date, we have been um, very, very grateful that the local community has supported us with $32,000 of of, uh, income on that virtual night.
2: Glad you didn't scrap it, huh? I'm very
1: glad. And actually, it worked out well, and now we'll have some uh, video production materials to use for years to come
0: yeah well that's wonderful
2: and people can still make donations can they not absolutely
1: they it does not need to be directed to the dinner but we would welcome that uh or um just send us um checks to p.o box 234 brainerd um go on to our website org and click on the donate now button any one of those work
0: well, part of the celebration here of your anniversary, uh, you had a member of your staff uh, take on a challenge of a long bike ride. And how did Ruth Ann do? <laughs>
1: she survived, including the 23 miles in the at the end of the ride in the pouring rain
2: oh, goodness. Uh, and
1: actually she's committed to doing a hundred mile ride once a month as is uh, scott hall
2: oh my gosh so
1: my daughter and i are doing the same but we've only committed to doing 250 collective over the course of the summer and we are uh, now just at about 112 miles of our logged uh, rides so it's a support program called habitat 500 um we are so blessed that a, a, a donor stepped up with a $15,000 gift towards this with the inspiration for us to go out and match that donation. And uh, we're pedaling away to try to make that happen.
0: That is fantastic. And uh, bottom line is uh, all of these dollars are going to the Lakes Area Habitat for Humanity program, and let's not lose sight of the fact that you're building homes for families here in the Lakes Area
1: are. And our current home is our Thriven Faith Build sponsored home in Baxter. And it is now uh, day one of painting. So that's how far along we are on that process. And we've been uh, subscribing to uh, safety protocols on the build site with no more than 10 people on the job site at any given time, social distancing to the best of our ability, hand washing stations, all that good stuff. And uh, I am just amazed at what we've been able to accomplish with limited volunteers and actually limitations on those volunteers. So uh, yeah, we're heading down the pipeline to finishing stages here for a beautiful home, beautiful family, and a great neighborhood in Baxter.
2: Is there a date that they're expecting to move in?
1: Well, I think that couldn't come soon enough for them. (laughs) Sure. Uh, But my anticipation is that they should be able to have access to that home sometime late August.
2: And when Ken said build houses for people in the Lakes area, we're actually building them with the folks who are going to be moving in. Is that true?
1: That is true. In fact, this family... said they stopped recording their sweat equity hours as they uh, hit the 450 hour mark. And I said, oh, Oh, stop recording. We'd love to know how many hours you you contribute because it's important to us.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It's important to our program. Yep. Sweat equity is a huge part of what makes us work.
0: Yeah. And that's the other thing that uh, we should say is uh, these folks then still come away with a mortgage just like everybody else. And uh, so you're you're not Giving uh, them a home, yeah,
2: they're right, paying to be right. there, yeah,
1: but it's an affordable mortgage at no interest, and uh, we scale it down to about twenty two percent of income, uh, which you know you take a family who may be paying fifty to seventy percent of their income on their current housing and bring them into a brand new beautiful home and bring their mortgage cost down to twenty two percent it's a life changing game game changer for them, yeah.
0: absolutely, yeah. So, Kevin, uh, tell us uh, about the rest of the schedule for this year.
1: Well, we just pulled a permit for our next build, which will be in Crosby. Um, site's ready to go we just have to get that last piece of paper and then we can get the heavy equipment in there and bust ground Um, we have another build on the horizon back in Baxter Um, this all goes back to the partnership we had with the city of Baxter starting with those house moves off of Cypress Drive and these last two homes are our final part of our uh, partnership with them and then the um, next two houses on the horizon will bring us back to the Brainerd community
0: Okay. Wow. A very busy schedule. Very. All right. Now, you already mentioned that you're having fewer volunteers at these build sites, but it tells me you still need volunteers.
1: We do, and um, what we ask is to call to make sure that we don't have a full schedule so that we don't have to turn someone away or that we don't have a day where subs are just crawling around the house and we need to leave the house alone. Um, But, yep, call into um, the office here. You can ask for myself or Kathy Wells. We will get you scheduled for a build day.
0: Okay. And uh, Karen, how about the restore? As you mentioned, there are volunteers there. How is that schedule working out, and can people still volunteer there?
3: Definitely. I'm definitely needing volunteers for the restore um, and also the salvage teams. There's always um, a need for both of them.
0: Okay. And same procedure?
3: They can call me on my direct line if they want to um, volunteer in the restore and/or on the salvage or pickup team. Um, and my direct line is um, 2 and 8. To, oh, I'm just having a blank here. 7020. <laughs> 7020, excuse me, yes. <laughs>
0: we never call ourselves That's at thing, work, right? do we? <laughs> We've all done that. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: hey, and the other thing uh, I was going to mention is for those that didn't catch those phone numbers, are they available right on your website as well?
1: They most certainly are. Uh, well, not the individual numbers, but there's a phone tree that will. Uh, take off from the primary number, but yep, the website is lakesareahabitat.org.
2: Okay. Excellent.
0: Any other needs that you might have at this point where our listeners can help out?
1: You know, we're always appreciative of people's prayer support for our program and lifting us up for the betterment of our community and um, yeah, uh, if you've ever wondered if it's a place where you fit, just stop in. We can we can make that happen for you and figure out what place works best for you.
0: All right. And as we talked about earlier, the Restore has slightly different hours. That information also available on the website, correct?
1: It is. Yes, indeed.
2: Fantastic. Well, thank you both so much for taking time to visit with us today and for doing what you do. We really appreciate it. Thank Thank you for the opportunity.
0: All right. (laughs) Our guests today, Kevin Pelkey, he is the Executive Director of Lakes Area Habitat for Humanity, and Karen Skerlid, who is the Restore Donations Manager. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. Our Community Focus programs are available to listen to on our website at 1067wjjy.com. That's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union.
2: And you can always listen to through our free downloadable app, powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.